0: adultlings happy new year happy 2017 welcome to a fresh start a fresh start of the year and a fresh start of this podcast learn to adult the podcast helping you adult better with your lovely host that's me abby yay and i'm the one helping you adult better yeah i like that all right cool so yeah let's just dive right in all right so uh hey cool So for those of you living under a rock and don't know what a new year's resolution is, a new year's resolution is a goal that you set at the beginning of the new year hoping that this year will be different. This year is going to be that change. So here we go. We're going to talk about how to get you through that new year's resolution because nothing's more adult than completing a goal. I'm going to start with some numbers here guys because I love data. All right. According to some research done by the University of Scranton, the percentage of 20-somethings who complete their New Year's resolutions is a staggering 39%. But the percentage of people overall who complete their resolution, no matter the age range? 8%. 8. 8%. What? Okay, so. They point out that half of the resolutions are self-improvement or education-related. So, bettering yourself is amazing, but it only works if you complete it, so... So that's what we're gonna do here. We're going to get you over that hump. We are going to get you all the way to the finish line. All right? Now, I'm gonna talk about these goals in the idea of weight loss or exercising or like it's like quitting smoking or drinking, whichever, whichever one fits you here. So even if you aren't using one of these three goals, you can use the backbone of any of them to fit whatever you need. So your first step is obviously making the goal and defining it. That's the important part. To ensure that you are able to complete your resolution, this step is crucial. The resolution needs to be defined in a way that isn't vague or just never-ending. While it might seem smart to have an open-ended goal like saying, I want to eat better, it's easy to just be really lazy with those rules and fall back on old habits. In the study I mentioned a moment ago, one of the top 10 resolutions is to fall in love. Okay guys, that's setting yourself up for failure. First of all, you can't plan for that, it just happens. But there's no real definition to this. Plus, falling in love is something that happens when you're doing other things. You're more likely to find someone who's aligned with your interests if you're doing something bigger that you enjoy. So example, if you say, I want to get involved in my local volleyball league, that's a clearer goal and it gets you into a new setting. Plus, you're meeting people that are involved in something that you enjoy. Make sure you don't get entirely too unrealistic about your goal either. This is especially true with weight loss. It's so easy to go overboard and probably hurt yourself. It's basically where eating disorders come from. So maybe lay out a small goal and then a larger goal. Example of that being that maybe you want to lose five pounds overall, but you also want to go down a pant size by the end of the year. Both of those have to do with weight loss, but neither one of those are wholly unrealistic. Okay, so the next step is making sure you're working on your resolution every single day, especially in the beginning. If your goal is to change your diet, this step is easy. Every goal is a test of your resolve. Will you eat seconds? How much food are you going to put on your plate? Is cake a part of your diet? What you want to do is be aware of all of your choices. Know that every single one of those choices will affect your goal later on. Once you spend the long enough time doing this, it just becomes second nature. You stop needing to think about changing because it just becomes part of your system. It's awesome. Now, if your goal is something like working out where you're not actively immersed in your goal every moment of every day, this can be a little bit more challenging. Okay? So on days that you're not out running or hitting the gym, you can take some time to map out your next... Exercising adventure. Maybe figure out what you're going to wear the next day. Pack your gym bag. Maybe go shopping for some new awesome exercise clothes. You know, whatever it's going to take to keep you on the path for your goal. Okay, so while the end goal is very important, it's also crucial that you stay motivated along the way. This can be done by setting mini goals within the big broader one. Getting to those mini milestones, you're reaching a moment that while it isn't your end goal, it's a great step in the right direction. And it also helps you stay motivated because you're getting to little checkpoints and you're saying, hey, this is awesome. I'm doing what I need to be doing every couple of steps, as opposed to just waiting this long slog to celebrate your final goal. Now, this also works for diets, works really well for it. Celebrate the days that you stick to your plan. And you know, pro tip, make sure celebration cake is part of your plan every once in a while. Now, it's sometimes really hard to kick yourself in the butt and do what needs to be done all the time. So... That's why this next bit of advice is very important. Get a buddy. Find someone who shares your goal or will at least help you keep track of your goal. This person can cheer you along but also sternly tell you to shape up if you start like wandering off the trail. The obvious example here is a gym buddy, someone who will work out with you. You can set up times to go together and you're both on the hook for going. The social obligation can sometimes outweigh your need to be lazy. Guilt is a powerful motivator. Someone who is also dieting can come to different restaurants with you while everyone else is out stuffing their face with Arby's at lunch. You know, someone who you can call if you feel like smoking or drinking or, I don't know, eating too much celebration cake. Someone who's going to be your buddy or your sponsor along this way. Whatever you need. Just make sure that they're up for this task. You don't need someone slacking off on you when you're also waffling on your goals. You need someone who's going to help check that for you. Another good thing to do for yourself when working on your New Year's resolution is to remove the temptation. If you're trying to do something like quit smoking, remove the problem. Toss your packs, your lighters, your everything. If you get snowed into your house right now, there should be no way for you to be able to smoke no matter how bad you want to. That's the objective here. Make it harder to fail. This is also helpful when dieting. Throw out your cookies. Purge your house of snacks. The first few weeks of a diet change are the hardest, and you are not going to succeed if you're staring down a pack of Twinkies every single day. The Twinkies will always win. Always. So pitch them, or, you know, donate them to a food pantry or just a friend in need. Good deeds are good for the soul. But how do you make this work for something like exercising more? Simple. Remove the ability not to do it. Pack your gym bag the night before and keep it in your car. Or put it in front of your door so you don't leave without it. I don't know. Pack your gym bag the night before, keep it in your car, or just park it in your front (sighs) Okay, but how do you make this work for something like exercising more? Simple. Just remove the ability not to do it. Pack your gym bag the night before and keep it in your car or put it in front of your door so you can't leave without it. I've been desperate enough that I've slept in running clothes so that I make sure I go for that run in the morning. With goals like these, getting out the door is the toughest part. Get your shoes on and get yourself to the gym or on the road. Once you're there, it's silly to turn around. You'll follow through at that point. Now my final tip for you is, well, to go easy on yourself. This one's this one's a big one for me. So many people bail on their resolutions or goals or whatever because they fail once. It's understandable that in a moment of vulnerability you're going to abandon your goal because you're down on yourself. But everyone is allowed to mess up. It's not an all or nothing plan. At least it doesn't have to be. Set it up so it doesn't so it isn't. Sometimes you eat a cupcake. Sometimes you miss a gym day. Sometimes you fail and smoke. This is called being human. It happens to everyone. The thing that separates you from everyone else In those low moments, you have to muster up the gumption to pick yourself up and get back on your path. Start from square one if you need to, but keep after it. Don't let one roadblock or detour stop you on your journey. You owe it to yourself to go as far as you possibly can. All right, that's it. That's the first episode. We did it. Hooray! All right, cool. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. You guys are all awesome. Awesome for being here and I am so excited. I hope you all set up super awesome resolutions and you stick to them. And if you do or if you have them, please like, let me know. I would love to hear all about your awesome resolutions. So how, how, Abby, how can I get in touch with you? Well, listener, let me tell you about that. If you have some resolutions or just want to say hi, you can email me, learntoadult@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at adult. Or you can go to the website proper, learntoadult.com. Sometimes I put up blog posts. It's fun. If you love this whole episode or you love the series or just want to see how this keeps going, please subscribe on iTunes. Learn. Just search for Learn to Adult. There you go. Easy peasy. Um, I will be posting some of these on YouTube, so you could also listen to me there. And uh, you know what? If you're still in that giving spirit of the holiday season, feel free to leave me a review. The more reviews I get the more people see and the more people I can touch with my beautiful message so yeah so that's it guys that's the first episode my new year's resolution for all you lovely listeners is to do this podcast weekly for a full year all right so every Monday new episode posted here it might be two minutes it might be an hour and a half who knows but I'll be here and yeah. That's it. That's my episode. And because I'm feeling very sentimental at the moment, um, and you're going to be able to figure out when I recorded this based on what I'm about to do, I would like to close out with a quote from the late and great Carrie Fisher. Stay afraid, but do it anyway. What's important is the action. You don't have to wait to be confident. Just do it, and eventually the confidence will follow. Talk to you guys next week. See ya!